Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. What's up, guys? Ryan with Torsion Talk Podcast. Uh, we got Tamara Quick on the button today. And, yep. I only had to do it twice. It's better than three times, right? Yeah, it is. Um, now we'll give we'll give Tamara some grace this morning. Uh, is it morning still? Yes. It is. It's below sixty degrees in Texas, and you oh, know yeah. all things go to hell in Texas. That's you know when things go below sixty degrees, so they don't know how to act and they kind of freak out. So, um, so we'll give her we'll give her some grace. Thank you, I appreciate it. How are you holding up out there with with all the cold weather? Good. It's keeps saying snow, but it's not snowing yet. So, has it iced? Like, yeah, there's ice. Like the trees are covered in ice. I can see it on the sidewalk, so I'm not even going outside. That's what sucks. Like here in Georgia, you don't. We get snow, kind of, but we get like ice. Yeah. And that's even worse because the trees get heavy, and then they start falling, and power lines, and all that stuff. So it's really tough. Yeah. Um, so I want to share. A little bit about um i'm not going to introduce our guest just yet but what i want to do is i want to share some of the challenges that are out there and talk about the solution that we found so you know as as a growing company or someone who has multiple growing companies i sometimes find it difficult or complicated or just a daunting task to do like write the most perfect job description and get it posted and go through the process and uh, I even have copywriters at my disposal. You know, you now have like, uh, you know, I'm I'm using G- Chat GPT, um, so you got all these things. But it's super nice to have a platform I've been using recently, and actually, I've just recently listed like what six positions, I think, Tamara. Just yep, just about. And out of those six positions, I believe we filled four of them within 30 days with phenomenal people like the amount of talent and quality that these people bring to the table they're going to level our business up big time and i'm super pumped about it and a and like used uh wise hire uh wise hire is the platform that we have been using to recruit people get resumes talented people are replying and responding. I love the, um, you know, I posted uh, on my Facebook the other day, a wise hire has like an, uh, the disc assessment feature, which I think is phenomenal. It's like free to use. You can send it to whoever Um, that has been super cool because we had our whole team do it. And I like, like if I'm getting down the funnel with people and I want to see if they're kind of a good personality fit because everybody can like, fake you out right it's like speed dating and you're trying to make a lifelong decision so having that disc assessment shows their strengths weaknesses it tells you if they're a good fit or 
What's cool is it'll tell you if they're a good fit for a different position you're hiring for, which is even more cool. Um, so like a lot of times I was going through and I was like, Hey, this girl mate or, you know, woman, lady, whatever you want to call her, he, her, she, um, may be perfect for this other position, but not this one. And so I really appreciated that guidance and being able to tell me that. And, you know, it even tells you when they're a poor fit. And so you can kind of skim the resume. I don't know that that's end all be all, but I do think that it's very helpful and helping us help guide us. So today we have the CEO uh, of Wise Hire here, Sid, to share a little bit about his platform, talk about hiring. I wanna talk to him about the atmosphere right now in the marketplace for jobs um, and just kind of go down that path. And hopefully this will help you guys out. And by the end of this, you'll be comfortable with using Wise Hire. It's very affordable. You guys have heard me before. We're not spending enough money advertising for employees, but we're willing to spend ungodly amounts of money to get customers when customers are a lot of times for us transactional, we won't see them again for 10, 15 years where are we going to live with these people every single day in the office. So why not invest a little money to, to get good people? So Sid, how are you? I'm doing well. First off, Ryan Tamara, thanks for having me on. What a what a glowing accolade! I I I think we want to put that on the website. In fact, after <laughs> yeah, the experience that. that y'all have been through, what y'all are going through is exactly what we hear every day with hardworking Main Street business owners. You're wearing so many hats, and at the end of the day, you needed that talent yesterday. It's eleven yeah. o'clock at night. How can you go through this process on your own? Because you're competing with big businesses. That's what we just want to fix every single day for every company like yours. Love it. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, I'm a so I came from software. I'm a total UI nerd, right? Like total UI nerd. And you guys crushed it with the uh the layout, just making it super simple to find everything. You know, it took me a minute to find the disk assessment stuff, but that was it. Like everything else was so easy. And so I felt like you know, be able to log in and and move people like a, like a Trello board and update them and message them in there and have all my notes and see the disk assessment information. Like all of that is great. Even to the point where like if the disk assessment was over 18 months, there's like a warning that's like, hey, this disk assessment's over 18 months old. You may want to consider, uh, you know, getting a new one or not basing your decision off of this. So I, I just think the whole layout like whoever, whoever was like, uh, definitely wasn't an engineer, most likely. Um, so whoever did the design and UI. Software is a team sport. Everyone yes. from the customer to our coaches, everyone's involved in it. And, and Ryan, I think what you're getting at here is that so much of recruiting software, so much of the tech that's available to a small business really isn't built for a small business. You know, you're right. talking about the pain of writing a job ad. Again, you needed that person yesterday. How do you get started? If you're using tools and systems that don't speak your language, but speak that of an HR person, a professional that's been living and breathing that, that industry, how can you even begin to like start the process? And so when you think about WiseHire, you, you were describing the challenge of writing the job ad. That's the number one aha moment we want to give you in like 30 seconds of starting. Answer the questions that you know the answers to. What's the role? How much do you think you want to pay? And if you don't know, we'll give you market data. How competitive is it? Just off that, we can give you context. Where are you posting? 
I think I know where my business is. <laughs> and from there, I think the power of what we've built is, you know, we are aiming to build the most personalized recruiting platform that speaks the language of Main Street businesses. So when you actually went through the process of posting and you were asked personalized questions like, does someone have, you know, service tech experience? Does someone have customer service experience? Those are curated because we understand we talk and interview with customers. We understand, wait, versus that black box or that white screen, almost like a college essay. Uh, yeah. How do you even begin approaching that? Maybe GPT-3 will get you started and you can edit. Yeah. But, you know, we want to give you all the benefits and all the advantages that big companies have with their professional recruiters. Level that playing field because this is the year for Main Street businesses. Like there is so much bullishness that we see. Yes, there's challenges in the market and we'll dive into it. But uh, I, I, back to like what y'all are doing and, and giving your community all these tools, tips and tricks to just keep winning at the end of the day. I love it. Yeah. Love your energy, bro. I could tell yeah. you're really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk like uh, we're going to get to like hiring and the job market. But before we do, I do want to like just bring awareness to our listeners. I want to share with you guys how simple this is. Right. And, and and for those of you guys who feel like this is a daunting task, you can literally have a um, a job posting up in probably like first time under five to 10 minutes without yep. even writing a job description. Um, as he was saying, like it goes through a list of questions. They have like basically templates built out that I guess are effective um, with people applying and work with the algorithms of all the companies that they distribute this out to. So you guys are probably figuring it out. So, uh, you know, like for technicians, they got like HVAC, they don't have garage doors. Maybe we can talk Sid into adding oh, like yeah. a garage door. Um, <laughs> portion but uh but yeah this is this is great right so like um i went in added like an hvac something for a garage door modified it a little bit because the jobs are similar i just made a few modifications changed the title and i literally had that post up in i don't know three minutes four minutes I, maybe. the magic that happens behind the scenes when you submit the ad i think is where we get to you know, give you this like white glove experience that like a staffing firm would provide, right? You know, yeah. Tamara's saying like, yes, because she's worked with hiring coaches. Every job on our platform, whether you start with a template or write one yourself, we know that you only get to put your best foot forward once like you do with your customers. So we have a team of coaches. These are experts in the industry. They've reviewed hundreds of ads like your competitors or someone else in another market. And they're giving you all the advantages of having worked with prior customers editing that ad, getting it set up for success for all the things you might have missed. And we'll also give you context on how successful you will be in your local area. Because that's the biggest thing that I see, which is like, hey, we're small business owners. We're deeply connected. We hear about how our friend does. But if we don't have the same results, how can we like optimize? How can we like adjust? That's where our coaches give that context and are always proactively helping you to say, hey, you might have missed this candidate or here, how, get, here's some tips to get ready for that next interview. It's um. I think we're just getting started, man. That's what I'll say. Uh, there's so much more we can do to make this easier. All right. So, so the, the templated process is super convenient. And then like, I, I felt like I thought somebody hacked my account because there was somebody in there, like talking to these applicants, like, Hey, fill out this profile or, Hey, looks like you almost completed everything, but we have a few more questions. And I'm like, Oh my God, my account got hacked. And then I'm reading it. I'm like, why are they hacking my account and helping me with these applicants? And I'm like, wait a minute. They're like, 
they're coaches. They're the coaches, right? So like, um, it like you guys have staff who are actually like reviewing these applicants and jobs and and like making suggestions and even like reaching out to the applicants to help move them forward, which is like crazy, bro. We get to be your HR team in some sense. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. I don't even know. Like, I mean, I hope you guys are profitable because you're like, I feel like your product, do not raise the price on me, but I feel like your product is pretty cheap like for what you deliver. And then you got like real people on the other end. These aren't like, these aren't like BDC members in like Philippines. Like I, I'm assuming because they spoke perfect English. They were like super upbeat and outgoing through the, like it's, I mean, they're like Tamara. Like they were. Our, our hiring coaches are like people we know. They're actually, it's, it's a full team based in the US. And what we do, Ryan, is we actually hire deeply empathetic people from other walks of life. So whether they worked in customer service or insurance, and then over the last almost decade, sounds crazy, but as a small business, we've been building technology for our coaches. Um, we actually call it Iron Man, and internally, they can kind of like help hundreds of companies at the same time. So it's, it's pretty powerful. Again, we want to give our customers, small businesses, just another leg up, give them yeah. the staffing service, like feel white glove service that they just can't afford. And I think we're, we're, we're on our way to something magical here. <laughs> yeah. So just to give you guys a frame of reference, if you were to go hire like a headhunter or like a recruiting service, I mean, you're going to pay a minimum. I think probably the cheapest I've ever seen was probably 15% of the total annual income of that person. Thousands, thousands of dollars. <laughs> Some cases, 10,000 or more. Um, you know, I've seen, I think the going rate, like the average, what I'm seeing right now is 30% of the total annual income of that person. So let's say you hire a $60,000 employee. Uh, what is that? Uh, six, 12, $18,000 going out the door with like very little contingency there. That's a lot at risk. And so imagine if I would have used a recruiting service to hire six people in, in one month. Dude, that would have freaking been a lot of money. And instead, I'm paying like $200 a month. Bro, I want to, that's exactly what we want to do. Like that, it should feel almost irresponsible for you to not use wise hair. That is the price <laughs> that we aspire for. I like that. I'm going to well achieved. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When, when, a, when a customer calls in, is like, your price is too high. I'd be like, you're going to be irresponsible for not paying my extra price. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, Sid, let's talk about, uh, so everybody's going to think I'm a fanboy. I am a little bit of a fanboy. Any time it can be that easy and I can hire this many quality people. And I'm not really sure it's like your platform for the reason that we got so many great people. I'm going to be honest. I think it's probably the market a little bit too, right? Like I think you guys do a good job of getting it out there, but but I do believe like I've been listing jobs for three years straight. Like I run jobs that I don't need, I'm not even hiring for right now, just trying to build a pool and like I'll skim through them and just see. Right. And so I'm watching the talent that the people that are submitting applications, dude, we're not, um, we're not, we're not having trouble getting applicants. I got one job and I reached out to your team this morning. I've already got a response. I was like, Hey, I need some help with this. Like we're not getting the response we want, but all the other positions, like it was bombarded. Like I had a phenomenal 
response. So um, I would say that what do you think is going on in the job market? Is this just me having this perception or is this everybody? No, so it very much varies city to city. And I think that's like the biggest thing we have to always talk about from Main Street because, you know, our jobs are local jobs. It depends on like, you know, I, I, I hopped on before we hopped on the call, I actually looked up um, garage door repair. I looked at the number of competitors and the number of resumes for um, just Texas and then like, you know, Georgia, very different markets. Um, so when that comes to like skilled labor, right? Um, the thing that we're seeing here, it's, it's, it's actually all in the benefit of small businesses right now. A recession is on everyone's minds, and the way that it's playing out right now with the macro environment, with the Fed rate, you know, one that might come out later today, it's big businesses that are having a lot of the challenges right now. Big businesses that have backed off on hiring, big businesses that are like really, really, you know, going through layoffs and changes. I think the point I always emphasize is that that's, that's, you know, Wall Street. Main Street is the most resilient employer because when you and I are ready to hire someone as small business owners, we're thinking that is our own money and we're putting it into, we're betting on someone in that way. So it's a very different labor market. And so what we're seeing is as large businesses are like pulling back, large businesses that were historically hiring remote, competing with us in our markets are pulling back from that. There's a lot more people that are now left with fewer alternatives. And in some cases, that's exactly what the Federal Reserve wants to see happen, which is fewer jobs for that South Landing. Well, the advantage is that small businesses are those of people that are still hiring, and we're taking advantage of it, matching candidates with great opportunities like yours. Um, we have seen hiring just skew even more and more to our small businesses. It's 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 a it's a good thing, and I think you know if we step back, Ryan, and, and, and look at like the the wild kind of like up and down market we've all lived through since the height of the pandemic this is a win that small businesses need. And I think we're all going to like cherish it, build the teams that we need, get through this period of time. Cause uh, you know, there's a lot of unknown, but you know, it's a, it's a very favorable market for small business right now. You know what I found? There was a common theme between almost everybody that I interviewed on the admin side. And that was, we got bought out. Like that was a very common conversation and they consolidated and, you know, my position was eliminated. Um, I know in the garage door industry, we're getting like a lot of exposure with private equity firms. Yes. I'm fielding emails and phone calls like all the time. Um, you know, you have that. And and I think you're stupid if you don't at least listen. Um, but we're, we're probably not at a place where I think we need to be. And like, we're seven, we're babies. And, you know, I'm, I broke my back launching this company, so I'm not going to let it go for a cheap, you know? So it's like my stubbornness. Wait for the multiples to get a little better. I think they will in due course of time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When there's less companies and they're looking for, yeah, a hundred percent, you know, they're going to go out and, and sweep up the market and the companies who hold out a little bit, I think, you know, you tend to see those multiples go up when the, when the sea's not so open, right? It's not a blue ocean anymore. It's like a pool and you got, you got to pick and choose who you want out of the pool. I mean, right. You just said like three things about this market that like, again, make us so bullish about home services and like small businesses in general, right? You know, back to candidates, admins that are like facing consolidation and efficiency in big corporate settings. Those are candidates that small businesses were always losing out on essentially. 
it's yeah. great for that talent to come down to Main Street. And then back to like, you know, the M&A market and private equity, like, hey, now is the time to build your business. Now is the time to like, you know, stack the, you know, stack the deck in your favor. Think about the people that'll help you earn the trust of customers. You know, you and I, we talk so much about this being a customer service business at the end of the day. And in this market where you have more talent that you can choose from, that's like a win-win for everyone. So it's going to be very good for, I think, everyone listening. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so we have an applicant come in. I know my process, probably untraditional. What do you advise people to do when you're coming through applicants and you see one and you're like, man, this one looks good. What's your next move? Yeah, so I think definitely a process that's systematic is one of the best things to do. Because oftentimes when we think about like small businesses in the game of, you know, luck versus skill versus big companies, the process just by what we've instituted in our platform goes a long way, right? We've got those swim lanes, the Trello-like experience. That way you can have the same mindset when you're looking at all the candidates versus, hey, someone that's a later stages, you're thinking about their skill set, that interview, but wait, then I'm looking at this other candidate. I don't know much about him, but you know, I'm going to make a quick judgment. So it's all about like in that same moment of time doing the same task, not like kind of you know looking at later stage and early stage. Um, definitely based on the role, I think it's important to think about what are the competencies that drive success. And, you know, that's like a big fancy word for saying like, hey, what am I going to get up excited about this person taking off my plate? When I wrote that job ad and I answered a question like, I need this as a must have, let's make sure that we're being really, really, really rigorous to ensure like candidates meet that high bar. Um, you know, if it's a process where you've, you're leaning on a couple of people supporting you, being really timely once you make a decision to move people through, follow-up speed matters, right? Text yeah. candidates, email candidates, like that's how we keep winning on Main Street. Um, finally, when it comes to like, you know, getting later in the process, you mentioned the disc, you know, this is a customer service related business. We think that, you know, in many, many roles, having a sense of how someone is going to get not just excited about your job, right, motivated for it, but also have the right alignment for what the job is. If, if, my, if my personality is not attuned to, you know, the same task day in and day out, I'm probably not set up for success in this business. Maybe there's another role for me. Back to how you said, like, you know, it varies by role. So we, we definitely don't think of the disc as a higher fire signal, but much more the nuanced way of thinking about, is this the right role? Am I the right organization? Let's have a, a deep dialogue. And that's when you get later in the process. We actually give, you know, interview guides that really help first-time managers that may not have done this have a thoughtful process. Again, oh, I'm hopping on five-minute phone screen with someone. I don't want to talk about baseball with this candidate and have a real interview with this person. Let's, again, make it systematic. <laughs> that way we can, you know, really top grade and get the best candidates. So there's, I have two, two issues with me. Ah, I got a lot more, but with hiring. All right. So, uh, first of all, I will look at an, in, I'll look at like a, um, you know, I've always been an underdog my whole life dropped out of high school, you know, like always got turned down for jobs because I didn't have this, didn't have that. And so I'm looking like, I have a tendency to have this, I'm looking for a gym, you know, and that's bit me in the ass over the years, like hard. So I'm realizing like, not everybody's like me, right? Like maybe that gym is a gym. Like I'm trying to like polish a turd into a diamond and not that they're a turd, Tamara, I know what you're thinking, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying, maybe they don't fit the role perfectly or they're not, you know, uh, experienced enough. And I'm like, 
oh, I can take this person and I can, I can build them up. And they're like me. And, uh, you, you know, fall in love with people really fast, fall in love with people really fast. So it's kind of like, I don't know that I should be the one going through them, but I, it's really easy oh, cool. with your system and having the disc there to hold myself accountable to being like, okay, do they freaking qualify? Yes or no? No. Okay. Disqualified. Boom. They're out. Right. And it's like an inbox and you just keep it clean. And then what I was doing is I was calling people as soon as it hit, if they look good, if it was eight o'clock at night, I'm like, babe, hang on one second. And I'm like, hello. Uh, this is Ryan with Aaron Red Door. They're like, wow, I just submitted my application. And then you guys have the recommended options, right? Yes. You guys are like matching people. Uh, so in that process, staying disciplined, I think is super important. And I'm not sure that business owners are great at that, especially like blue collar business owners. Like, I think sometimes we, we find people and, you know, I'll look at their Facebook. I'm a stalker. So like, there's certain things I look for that'll totally disqualify you. Um, you know, like if you're, you know, burning the flag and you're in Antifa, I'm probably not hiring you. Uh, but if you, you know, if you're military, I love that. Like it shows discipline, it shows uh, character and structure. You're usually pretty good with that. So there's certain, you know, you can kind of take from that what you want, but this podcast is going to get crushed. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer is not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer's a two, Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. Ryan, I, I I think of it this way. So first off, you know, back to like the competitiveness that we've seen. I think that's where we've got to like, you know, be balanced about how selective or, or, or how much we're willing to invest, right? Yeah. If it's a market where, you know, it's a employer's market, you're getting people that are meeting all the skill sets that you need. Hey, raise that bar, right? You, you owe it to your team, you owe it to the business. We almost think about recruiting almost like a, you know, it's it, the decision process. Like, it's like a three-legged stool, right? Like you got to have some of the skill sets that are critical, right? If it's, you know, I talk to a lot of small business owners where, you know, their trade requires a year plus of training. And sometimes they do not have the capital to invest in that. 
that's a must have for them. And they got to think through that. Then when you think about the rest of the background, hey, what are the nice to haves, right? That's like another leg of the stool. Personality, it's one more leg of it, right? So it's very much like you need all of these foundations in order to like really like find success. And that's why, you know, back to like the system, you want to be like, when you're making a yes, no decision at, at a stage, be just cognizant of like, is it appropriate for the candidate pool that I have? I've met candidate, I've met customers where, you know, again, back to like really, really high skilled, like, you know, like, especially like we're doing a lot of work with auto tech right now with, e, with EVs. And it's like, wait, okay, that person has a license. There's only like five of these in your state. You kind of just need to talk to this person yeah. because that's just the state of the market for you. So that's, you know, back to your point about like how hard this is for small businesses, you know, if you, we, we try our best to kind of let people know how competitive the market is so they can then kind of like balance their process, right. Um, yeah. being versus being too selective or versus being like, you know, um, too onerous with the process or whatever the case. Yeah. So let's say you making that first phone call, it's a screening, right? I'm going to tell you what I do and you tell me what I'm doing wrong. You critique me. Let's right? do it. <laughs> All right. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, Hey, Tamara, this is Brian. I just, you know, you just applied for my so-and-so position with um, Aaron overhead doors or such, such media. Uh, thank you. First of all, we really appreciate your interest in working here. Uh, and I just want to tell you a little bit about the company, a little more about the position and learn about you to see if this is a good fit. Is that okay? Do you have a couple minutes? And they're like, yes or no. If they say yes, I'm like, awesome. Let me tell you, like, you know, company's three years old. I came from software, opened up a garage door company, had a need for marketing. No other marketing company could fill it. So I started such and such media. We've blown up. We're three years old. We got 10 employees. Let me tell you about the team. And I kind of like give a little snippet of each person in the team. By the end of that, they're like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like your team sounds amazing. And I want to be a part. I love the way you describe them and how passionate you are about your business. And, um, and so like they're bought in, right? Like, and that's half the battle, I believe, right? It's like, okay, like all these people are applying for multiple jobs. I'm not the only one, you know, I'm not, I, I, I can't be the jealous girlfriend, you know? So I've got to be, I got to be open and I got to know that I got to hook them. And then I tell them all the bad stuff. I'm like, but wait a minute, you got to be in here at seven 30 every morning, but you get to leave at three, you know? Um, you know, I'm not, I don't think that's bad stuff, Ryan. I think candidates want to hear all this information because they're about to invest their time in you the same way you're trying to invest time in them. I think that call script is great because as a small business owner, you know, we don't have often the brand recognition that that other job that they applied to has use this call, tell them a story, talk about your employer value proposition, how you're unique. Um, talk about the team, right? These are exactly the right selling points, get them bought in advertise the process. That's one thing we always emphasize. Hey, I want to learn a little bit about you. Sure. Let's like screen the basic stuff on that first call. Let me tell you about my process. I'm going to tell you at the top of the call. I'm going to tell you at the back of the call, because that's the one thing that we've seen with candidates from their experience in this journey. I mean, look at like the job market, look at like what we, when we talk to other employers, right? Candidates are ghosting me. Candidates aren't showing up. Well, it's because they've been burnt by other employers. They don't know that you're a great employer. Use this as a chance let them know. And I love how proactive you're being Proactivity is a way to win as a small business right now. Yeah. Well, I treat it like there's two, like when we have a lead come in from a customer, like my staff knows, like we, I'm, I'm like Johnny on the spot. Like you have five minutes to respond to that lead uh, or else I'm like, 
uh, have you called uh, Brian Wilson yet? And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's been six minutes. They're, they're going like, to the next one on Yelp. That's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, you need to call now. And they're like, oh, well, I'm in the middle of something. Drop it. I don't care. Like if you like whatever you're doing, it's not as important. Like call them. And so, um, so yeah, it's like, uh, I'm not a micromanager, maybe, uh, but I am with leads leads on employees and leads on customers, right? Maybe I'm a little micromanager, um, but- you care. you care. I care, right? Like I really care about those two things, like getting to people quickly is part of who we are. And um, and so I, I um, it's nice to hear that I'm kind of doing that right because it's successful. I don't have a problem with people showing up to interviews. I think we had no nobody did not show up, right? Did we have anybody not show up to an interview? I don't think we did. I think they all showed up. Everyone that responded showed up. Yeah. So we go from that call to a Zoom. Perfect. And then we go from a Zoom to an in-person. Perfect. And then what we do in person is I, I will get them with multiple people in the company. And I'm like, ask them questions, like, you know, ask them about the culture, ask them about their job, ask them, you know, whatever you want to ask them, just open dialogue. There's no wrong questions. And then I'll tell my staff, there's no wrong answers. Like, just tell them the truth, like exactly as it is. Don't build it up. Don't sell it. Just tell it how it is. And um, and people like really appreciate that, being able to spend time with the employees and hang out for a bit and kind of feel the culture. No, I think you're doing a really good process here. And I, I think if I were to give like critiques and maybe some suggestions, it's all about that process, right? Like you, you've got a whole team supporting you here. The question I'd ask, and I ask this to everyone, are we asking the same questions? Does everyone have a, a, a portion of the, of the interview that they're like responsible for? Like, you know, when we do internal hiring, we have someone that focuses on culture and they've done dozens and hundreds of these at this point. So they're really, really fine-tuned. When it comes to the experience, right? You know, okay, is that experience really applicable? Let's like dig into that, right? There's a person that maybe knows, oh yeah, that type of trade, that'll work, but this would not. Great kind of like way to like build some focus areas. Um, and then we as a group get together have a little bit of a dialogue, again, deliberate in an open setting. Super important for people that like, you know, maybe you're a little skittish, have a no response to maybe like pre-write that. That way you have like a really fair kind of dialogue if that's how you make decisions. How do y'all make decisions as a, as a side note, like when you have a group setting? Super curious. So here at such and such, I'll pull, I'll go in and I'll say, hey, what do you guys think? And they know, like, first we're talking culture. I hire off culture fit first and then skill second. So they'll be like, oh, I think she's a good culture fit. But, you know, you said that you wanted somebody with five plus years experience with these things. And after talking to her, she only got two, you know, are you okay with that? And I'll be like, yeah, well, you know, I got a couple other people, but I, I was intrigued by her. So I wanted to bring her in and let you meet, meet her. And so, um, you know, most recently we were hiring for a strategist. Uh, Daisha came with a phenomenal idea, which I thought was super cool. We were all torn because we had multiple applicants that were like qualified and great. So she's like, have them build a strategy for a customer, like give them the scope and just have them build it. So we did that with four people and they were all super willing and enjoyed the process and shot it over to me and we believe that we were able to make a more intelligent decision based on that information it wasn't so much the content in it but it was also the deliverables and like how they formatted it and like the time they took and the a great work exercise i mean you're getting a sense of like what it's like to work with them in a sense you know you can make yeah. that an open dialogue have more people like asking questions why did you go this way why did you go that way so right. glad you did that, man. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And, and, and so that helps. Um, 
but yeah, that's how we handle it here over there. We do it a little bit different. Most of our staff's out on the road on air and overhead doors. So it's really hard, to, but we'll invite them to our morning meeting. Sometimes if we're farther down the road, we trust them because we're kind of, we talk about whatever in there. And so if they come into those meetings and they're still willing to work for us, then, um, yeah. you know, it's good because there's a lot of cracking jokes and music and uh, God only knows. You're giving them an opportunity to opt out. And I think that's really wise because ultimately, right, it's the culture, the teammates that are going to keep and retain someone. And yeah. so, in, you know, very small business owner that we talk to that's doing in-person interviewing, like that's a really healthy step. And don't just make it about you and the candidate. It's about the candidate and the team, because that's how you get like long-term, like longevity, a long-term relationship, essentially. That's where you just said something that I believe is way underrated. Don't smile, Tamara. Um, is that I'm so involved in the hiring process and I can build relationship really fast, right? Like I can connect with people. I'm very caring. I'm empathetic, um, understanding. And uh, so I'm just like all around great guy, you know? Um, so, so humble. So humble also. <laughs> I was on a path. I was just like, man, this is my shot, you know? So I took it. No, but, um, but like when I build this relationship with these people and then they get hired and they report to someone else, you know, I hear from people that they feel a little disconnected, like they built the bond with me, but then they're now working for someone else. And everyone that I hire, you know, we're all very empathetic and, and kind and all that, but it's different. Right. So like Josh is a little colder, uh, not, not, he's still warm, but he's, he's not going to tell you what he's thinking you're going to know exactly what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just so blunt about it. And so, um, so people sometimes have a hard time reading him, which I learned from his disc assessment too. Right. Um, so I like great way for others to learn how to work together. Right. Yeah. Like I was reading his, I was reading his disc assessment last night. Matter of fact, dude, I'm going to share something with you real quick while we're on this topic, but I want want you to comment. I want you to comment while I'm pulling this up. Yeah. I'll give you commentary on like what you said around the group atmosphere and and your hiring process there. I think for any small business owner, super important to realize this. There's that candidate success in your business isn't just dictated by your relationship and theirs. It's the team and the people that they work with. And that's one of the big reasons you want to involve them in the process. I tell that to any candidate I work with, which is, hey, look, your success in this role depends on this team. It's a team first company. It's not just you and me that are going to drive the bus. It's everyone. And so spending time meeting these people, because it's all about the business opting in, the candidate opting in. I love the process that you're running here, right? Super curious about the question about the disc, man. Take it away. Yeah. So it's not so much a question, but it's a um, it's an email that I received because I sent the report to one of my employees who asked for it. He said, thank you for sending this. I read it last night and I'm impressed with how accurate it was. It definitely highlighted a few things I want to work on. I'm planning to complete the worksheet attached to it to dig a little deeper. And then he also, and then he goes on to say, you know, I hit my one year anniversary with the team yesterday. I want to thank you for bringing me on board and letting me know that I'm super uh, proud to work, let you know that I'm super proud to work for AOD. Uh, fun, exciting year. I learned a lot, blah, blah, blah. And he lists like five things that he's going to work on this year, like being a better leader and, you know, attention to detail with handoff. Like, I mean, God, like this is the type of emails that you love to get. Right. But, uh, but all this was spurned from us sending out the disc assessment and walking, walking through it with everybody. Um, And I'll tell you, this may be, this is like PG 13. 
is it okay if we do PG-13? Yeah. I'll be a listener. So, so it was funny. We were going over the disc assessment. And, um, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, maybe don't if, if it's <laughs> well, we'll skip it and talk in theory, which is like well, I was just like, I was like, uh, hey, you have a little D and you have a big I. And everybody was like, What did you just say? Um, so anyway, it became like a theme as we were going through everybody's. Um, so anyway, you know, a little bit of PG 13 humor there. And and and, and for, for anyone unfamiliar with the disc assessment, what Ryan's talking about here is D I S and C, D being the dominance, I being the influence category, S being steadiness, and C conscientious. So I got you, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh I'd like to wrap up this podcast talking about the disc assessment. Um you guys have kind of figured out like what personalities match, what type of job. And that's incredible. Like that connection, I believe is huge. Um, so people that are successful in different things. So let's talk a little bit about the disc assessment. What can you learn from it? How can it be used? And how do you present that to your team to get buy-in? Okay. First off, DISC is something that is the um, heart of how we got started. So backstory for you, Ryan, um, since you're a big Wisehire fanboy, my co-founder, Jay, actually wrote the, the DISC assessment that we use. And where we actually got started was by selling the DISC assessment to big consultancies that would help the big Fortune 500s. And we realized, wow, Bain and McKinsey are helping Fortune 500s. All of a sudden, you know, I saw it again and again. And I was a big skeptic here as, as a mind. Like I'm, I'm running a business today where it's a big part of the product, but I was a skeptic and I saw success and realized that, wow, these organizations would have a consultant come in, morale was low, people would get re reoriented into roles that they were a better fit for, for who they their natural self is. And that's where success came from. And that's where we realized, wow, we need to make this easier, more accessible for small businesses. So to what the DISC assessment will show, first off, our disc assessment is actually two assessments together. One is on the how. So like, you know, what are, what is driving you at the end of the day? And then the other is motivator. So why am I waking up in the morning excited about a role? The what of the role, you know, it's, hey, is, is a role more task oriented or is it more people oriented? That's hypercritical for who our natural self is. Um, how am I compensated? How am I being rewarded? How am I being motivated? another element of the role that we try to give insight into. Um, the big thing that we always try to emphasize is like, you know, it's not going to give you a yes, no <laughs> on a role. It's much more about the nuance. How does someone fit into your business, into the team that you've got? Where do you have enough diversity of opinions, perspectives? Um, the report that you were talking through is one of the most powerful things. Because when you sit down and, you know, you kind of have this moment of like disbelief where like it describes you really, really well. And then you start to dig deeper and it'll give areas of like, hey, these are things to consider that may be applicable to scenarios. Here's an exercise. Like those are the ways that we think to use it really well for onboarding, where if you think about, hey, we're working with someone new that's joining our organization. We have our own culture. How do we bring someone in? How do they learn to communicate well with us? That's like one of my favorite pages, which is communication work style. Really helps everyone understand, wait, you know, if I'm talking to Ryan, this is the way that I want to communicate, you know, high level and then dig in into details versus the opposite or whatever the case. So, uh, you know, a lot of meaty content on there. And it all comes from like psychological research from like the 1920s, which is the best part of it, because it's been yeah. used by so many organizations, incredibly powerful stuff. I think we're just scratching the surface here. Um, but we, our goal really is to make it the most applicable. Um, there's one part of it that I, I will call out, actually, um, you know, because you're using it for onboarding. It actually also talks about how much someone can extend from one personality persuasion to another. Mm -hmm. 
And that one, the way we draw that analogy and why we don't use it for recruiting is because, you know, my job may require me to do something that I, I don't really enjoy, but I have to do it for the sake of the job. I'll right. do it for a certain part of the day. But if I was instead in a role, I'll give an example, let's say de- attention to detail and, you know, hey, I'm, I'm much more 30,000 foot. If I was in a job that required me to be in accounts payable, making sure every single thing was ready for like, you know, 365 days a year, I would probably burn out in that role. And that's the level of clarity that we're looking for, which is, hey, do you have the right skills for a role? Do you have the right motivations for how this organization works? And are you aligned to the natural way of working for this job? Um, it's it's magic because that's what we're all looking for, right? Like the perfect place to work, the perfect like place to call home. And it's like one way that we can help people uh, find that right fit. 100%. Tamara, you got anything? No, I'm just super excited. And I just want to appreciate uh, or thank you, Sid, for coming on because this is, I don't know if you just some accolades, but I I work with business owners and hiring is such an issue on all levels uh, of, you know, they range from doing $100,000 a year in revenue to over 10 million. And it is a consistent issue. And I think that your platform is going to be a game changer for a lot of them. Um, it's it's just like, it's very exciting. Deeply appreciate the accolades. Yeah. No, I, I, I will say our commitment is to help small businesses succeed at the end of the day. Hiring is just part of that journey, right? Because we are a team first organization at the end of the day. We're betting on people. That's what small business is. And uh, we, we're just part, we just love being a part of the ride with every customer that we get to work with. Yeah. We probably should promote our uh, like affiliate link or something. So we we'll, can- we'll get you hooked up with one if you don't have one. <laughs> No joke. No joke. You, I think we've already like, uh, I learned about it from a guy in GDU, Levi Tanner, um, from Tanner's garage doors. He learned about it from Thomas Keenan, um, who's an author and uses your product, uh, author speaker. We had brought him into an event that we had at GDU in Dallas in December. And, um, Thomas commented on my disc assessment and was like, bro, is that wise hire? I'm like, yes. I was like, actually, I'm pretty sure like how it got to me was through you originating this. Uh, but now we have like a bunch of members in GDU who signed up for it. Yep. So uh, yeah, it's, it's really we cool. love what you're doing with GDU. I mean, it, it, you know, it's like the perfect kind of like, you know, partnership in a sense, because you're giving the best practices to someone that wants to make their business better. Like that is a customer that we love to work with, because those are the small businesses that are going to keep winning in this market. Uh, so can't wait to keep working with y'all for the years ahead. Yeah. There's a million ways to hire someone. But if you want to do it quickly, easily, and efficiently, and even extremely cost-effectively, and hopefully he doesn't raise the prices on us because I said this, Wise Hire is definitely the choice. Uh, I can't even believe it. It, it really is. I do feel like I'm robbing him. It should feel like magic, man. It should yeah. feel you should feel uh, irresponsible if you're not using it. Exactly. Yeah. It, I I feel like a robber, and uh, I I feel responsible because I am using it. So if you seriously need um, employees for your small business, regardless of what it is, uh, strongly recommend. I know I've had huge success on the admin marketing side, uh, sales as well. Um, On the technician side, I think all platforms struggle a little bit just because a lot of the technicians aren't on LinkedIn and all these job sites. So, but- Just be patient, be focused, you'll find them. 
hundred percent. So I, I would say just continuously advertise for those positions uh, because you know they're going to be positions that you need to fill. So uh, I know I'm not getting paid for this. Are you paying me, Sid? I'm not, Ryan. We are just partners in helping your business be more successful. So exactly. I'm appreciative of y'all having me on the show. But I love to share great systems, processes, and software when we find it. And so I just want to give a shout out to you, Sid, your entire team. And I want to thank, uh, thank you for coming on and let everybody know that I am not being paid. It's not a paid promotion. I'm literally telling you, you have to sign up for this. It's cheap. It drove some phenomenal people my way and I couldn't be more happy with a platform to make it that easy and simple and utilizing it fully, I think is very important. So uh, their support is great. Um, their their team, is their staff's amazing. So make sure you check out WiseHire. That's W-I-Z-E-H-I-R-E.com, WiseHire.com. And if you need anything, reach out to us through um, Torch Talk Podcast Facebook page. We'll help you get connected uh, or send you our affiliate link so we can get both get paid. I don't know how that works, but we'll figure that out. Um, So thank you, Sid. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks again for having me. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate it. Hope you all have a great week. Okay. See you. Thanks, Tamara, for co-hosting with me. You're welcome. And laughing at my bad jokes. As always. All right. Y'all have a good week.